Okay, let's try that again. <laughs> Apparently I forgot to turn on the mic, so I was talking in silence for about five, six minutes there. So, take two, I'm gonna take a mulligan. Let's try it again. Uh, hi everybody, <laughs> again. Uh, welcome to another episode of Stock Talk. My name is Amin Reina, and I'm an investment coach here at Sage Investors. And today, hopefully, if you can hear me, uh, today I want to talk about this past week. This past week has been a real rough week for my uh, my personal investing portfolios. I've seen quite a few companies, quite a few, most of the companies that I own in my portfolio have gone down uh, quite significantly this week. And there's been a lot of uh, influx of uh, earnings reports and forecasts coming out and uh, the stocks in my portfolio have not reacted to them very well. So uh, just to give you some insight to it, uh, give some, some examples. Um, well, uh, one stock I own in my portfolio is Potash Corporation. And uh, this week it was down 5%. Um, the company cut its dividend and reported much lower earnings. Uh, the whole Potash market's just really depressed right now. Um, so the market didn't like that. Another company, Exxon Mobil, just reported their earnings again, really missing their estimates and uh, earnings coming in much lower than everybody thought they would, uh, but still profitable. They're still making ridiculous amounts of money, but market didn't like it. Stock's down about 5% this week. Uh, Whole Foods, another company that I own, is down was down 8% earlier this week. Um, again, another week, same store sales report, uh, increased competition, and uh, Wall Street, which really doesn't have a lot of love for Whole Foods, is, uh, has you know took it down again. Disney um, down about five percent. Also, uh, just uh, kind of meh kind of earnings. You know, again, sol uh, solid company and everything, but just uh, not a lot of love out there for it. Uh, speaking of love, uh, Southwest 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 Airlines, which is ticker symbol LUV, which I just added to last week, is down uh, primarily on weakness. Um, it's it was down. It's it's down like fifteen percent year to date. Ford, another company that I own, I don't own it in my portfolio, but I own it, uh, I participated in an investment club and we bought it in that portfolio. It was down about 9% like yesterday. Their forecasts, upcoming forecasts for the year end were not good. Again, Wall Street did not like it. And uh, finally, last but not least, uh, Twitter, a company I added to my portfolio a couple weeks ago and was doing all right, but then it kind of tanked this week, down about 10%. Despite the fact the company reported increased revenues, about 20% increase in revenues, an increase of uh, 3 million users, but uh, you know it's not Facebook, it's not the it's not the juggernaut, the white elephant, uh, the big elephant gorilla in the room that Facebook is. So if you're not Facebook, pretty much junk. So market took it down. So a lot of bad news and a lot of red in the portfolio this week, and uh, you know don't like to see it. So the question I really want to talk about is how have we been dealing with that? So when you see that, when you see these kind of like outputs coming out of your portfolio, you know, what's the first thing you think about? The first thing you think about is uh, what the hell am I doing? Like what am I doing? Clearly something is not right. So, uh, and, and from a human perspective and an emotional perspective, we think we have to do something. We need to react to it. We have to sell everything or just do something because that's how we're wired. We don't like to be, we want to be part of the winning game. We want to be associated with winning investments. We don't want to be part of losing investments. And so um, for losing, we kind of want to gravitate away from it and uh, want to be part of the winners. So in terms of how I've dealt with it, uh, I've tried, I've essentially done nothing. I've done, I've not sold anything. I haven't tried to make any crazy uh, investment moves, um, rejigging portfolio. I haven't changed my investment ideology, my, my strategy, my approach, and how I evaluate and, and pick stocks. I haven't changed anything. 
And, uh, and that's a key thing because a lot of times when you're seeing stresses put on your portfolio and stresses on your investment, the first thing you think you want to do is you got to you do something. And the last thing you want to do is start making emotional decisions because chances are they're going to be wrong and they're going to probably do more damage to your portfolio in the long run. The big thing I did really is, and I'm starting to do, and I'm doing it right now, is I'm just looking at these stocks and I'm going, has anything fundamentally changed in the business? And because ultimately that's why I'm buying these companies because I think they're well-run, well-managed businesses that are going to generate tangible wealth in the future and are going to, you know, increase the value. And those stocks are going to increase in value. So the common theme with these stocks that have really tanked this week is they're very much out of favor by Wall Street and uh, you know companies like Twitter. Um, you know, they hate the whole governance structure with it. They still don't understand how they make money. I don't, you know, some tourists understand, I don't understand how they make it, but there's not a lot, a lot of love for it. Potash, all the whole commodity space, which has been really depressed, out of favor. Whole Foods has also been out of favor, um, big time by the analysts. And uh, it's just a lot of, a lot of, but that thing about my investment of ideology is I always like to look for great investing, really well-run companies that are out of favor. And because chances are if they're out of favor, their stock prices are going to be depressed and chances are there's going to be more upside for these type of companies. So the fact of the matter is these companies I'm are not just there just for the sake of it. They're, I think they're well-run businesses and I think they're going to be doing really well in the long term. And that's the key thing here is when you're seeing stresses in your portfolio and stocks not doing well, you don't want to make a short-term decision. You have to understand you're in these stocks for the long term and you, that I'm comfortable holding these stocks for, for multi-years. Um, the key thing also that I take comfort in with, with where things are right now is that despite the fact that the market, the stocks are down, these companies are still creating wealth. Like Potash, for example, is despite the fact that Potash prices have just gone rock bottom, they're still making money. They're still making profit, which is ultimately what you want to invest in, right? You want to invest in companies that create profit, tangible profit, and they're doing that. ExxonMobil, they're creating, you know, instead of creating $2 billion a quarter, they're, they're generating $800 million a quarter. Well, $800 million is pretty damn good. I think a lot of companies would kill to have that kind of uh, profit or have that kind of problem um, with their profits. Um, Whole Foods, you know, again, it's clean balance sheet, best of breed in terms of uh, the grocery space. They're still a very high margin business compared to other traditional grocery chains. They, their margins are still way higher than everybody else's. They're making money. Disney, they own the franchises this company owns that are going to just continuously print money for them over long periods of time. Star Wars, the whole Frozen thing. There's long-term value in this company. So the stock's down, so this is the time you want to get into it. Um, Southwest Airlines, which I just bought, again, is considered a best-of-breed airline company, one of the, the gold standards for airline companies. down 15% this year. I never thought I would ever see that stock down like the way it is. So it's, I want to own quality, well-run businesses. Um, Twitter. Twitter's more of a speculative play. It's down, but the fact of the matter is it's actually creating wealth. I didn't really ever thought this company was actually creating wealth, but their returns on capital are around 20%. That's, not, that's, that's amazing. Cost of capital about 10%, so they're creating tangible wealth. And what's more interesting, though, is their strategy. That's the part, really, what you're investing in right now is the strategy. And the fact of the matter is they're going hardcore into live streaming. And uh, they're signing so many deals with all the sports leagues to stream content on their site. So what's not reflected in, and we're probably going to see this down the road, maybe toward the end of the year, as more earnings are the more, when we see their year-end earnings, is that a lot of their, their revenue base or their, their umbrella of revenues is probably going to be a lot bigger and if if they're going to have these type of pipelines with all these significant other contact content creators 
So that's the play you're really making. I'm making on Twitter. It's a very speculative play, and you know what? It may not pan out. But to me, it's an interesting little um, story to be to invest in and to follow. So that's kind of so I, I take comfort in that. Um, and the fact of the matter is, again, the, these are companies in down segments of their business cycles, but are still performing well. And ultimately, you want to be investing in companies that can perform well in a weak market and ultimately invest in companies that can perform in a strong market. So at some point, these companies are gonna these companies are gonna ramp up, you know, the tide's gonna turn, demand's gonna change, potash prices, oil prices are all gonna go up eventually, and uh, they'll be there to they'll be right there to benefit from it. Um, key thing again when your portfolios are not you know having a week like mine have been is to again get away from the short term and just think about the longer term the bigger picture um, and they're committed and understanding these companies long-term strategies um, at the flip side you know there's nothing stopping these stocks from going down even further as much as it's, they've been down quite a bit this week there's nothing stopping them from going down further and that's the other key key learning point really that I try to work with with people is establishing exit strategies so you know if Whole Foods continues to fall um, I have an exit point where if it goes below you know if I'm down 20% on the stock I'm out so and there's no like emotional discussion about it it's out I'm out and that's a key point and it's a lot of times where people get burnt investing is they don't have that um, ability to manage losses as much as you know we, we worry we want to make money we want to make profit but we also have to understand we're gonna make losses we're gonna have losses and how we manage those is just as important in terms of the long-term wealth creation that we're gonna try and generate so um, having loss preserve I have loss preserve provisions on all of these uh, stocks that I've talked about so if they go below them then I'm out um, and that's so again managing losses is a, is a key component so going forward what am I thinking of doing well basically what I'm doing is I'm just going through these companies again seeing if anything's fundamentally changed in their businesses um, looking at their strategy and then ultimately if I think nothing's really fundamentally changed and I still think they're solid well-run businesses that are now selling at a cheaper discount I'm probably gonna buy more stock of these companies and average down my costs um, because again, it's what I'm, I'm investing in the company. I'm investing in the long-term um, vision and, and strategy of the company, because that's my investment ideology. So, tough week, but it's not a tough week in the sense that the fact that I've you I've kept this discipline, I'm, I'm maintaining and adhering adhering to some discipline strategies that I've kind of built in into my investment ideology. It's makes it a lot easier to deal with it and the cool thing is the important thing is that the emotional side of it is over there and it's, you're just dealing with the with the substance substantive size side of the whole thing so that's all I got for you really this week hopefully everybody's heard and heard everything I'm saying this time um, if you have any questions about this and this uh, this topic or any of my previous episodes, uh, you can give me a shout a couple ways through my website uh, www.sageinvestors.ca, and uh, you can hit me through Twitter through my uh, um, my profile, whatever it's called, at uh, Sage Investors. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So that's another edition of Stock Talk. My name is Amon Reina, and uh, that's it. And uh, we'll catch you again another time. Take care. Bye.